Trevor, what's that? Alan, that's the digital heartbeat. Oh, very curious. Welcome to the Curious Fire podcast with your hosts, Alan Hennessy and Trevor Lorkings. This is the podcast that will ignite your thoughts and set your curiosity on fire. And now, here is this week's episode. Hello and thanks for joining us. This is the Curious Fire podcast, episode number 16, with myself, Alan Hennessy, and the one and only... Mr. Trevor Lawkins. How are you today, Alan? I'm wonderful, Trevor. I'm absolutely great. And yet again, another episode where we talk about things that make you curious and uh, and ignite that spark of curiosity. Mm, I do love these. I, I always enjoy our, our chats here at this stage <laughs> of the game. And, I, and from what I hear, a lot of people are enjoying them as well so uh, do uh, thanks for everyone who has uh, subscribed and also liked and shared uh, our podcast here as well so trevor what are we going to be talking about today well today interesting subject hang on a sec just got to check the phone hang on <laughs> got, got a couple of, mes- a couple of messages come oh it's all right it's only an instagram reply mm. um no today just talking about um interesting one digital heartbeat oh Oh, yes, very interesting. What? Do you know what digital heartbeat is? I was just about to say... You were about to ask that question, I was you? just about to ask that question. What is a digital heartbeat? I'm I can, glad you asked that question. I have, <laughs> I, have a, I have an idea, but, yeah, no. Expand on this, please. <laughs> it's what drives us in the modern age. Your phone. We've all got a phone. We're glued. Well, I'm not. Yes, Most you are. Most people are glued. <laughs> Hang on, we've got another message. Now. Um, <laughs> well, you see people glued to their phone. They have a cup of coffee and a phone as they walk down the pavement. And we were in London, or we were in London a few weeks ago, and I was just amazed how people have managed to be able to walk, talk, drink coffee, hold their phone, and not get run over by a taxi as they cross roads. It's, it's a miracle how the synchronised works, but the point being, their phone is their new heartbeat. Mm. Every notification, every ping, every email, every tweet, every reply, ping, 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 isn't it? All the time. It's just driving constantly those electronic notifications. It's the drive for that digital dopamine. It's becoming so addictive and so frequent. A lot of people have just plumbed into their phone as though it's their heart. And that's driving every waking thought, their phone. It's their heartbeat mm. in the digital world. Right. Okay. So we're established that a, a heartbeat, it's, it's, yes, as, as opposed to our normal heartbeat, which happens in obviously in our body and stuff like that. So it's the digital one, which in a sense, I think, you know, there's so many different, um, I suppose there's so many different aspects of this and there's so many different things that we could talk about when it comes to, I suppose, the digital heartbeat. But I like that actual saying. It's like something that I had said many, many months ago and we talked about it here, being digital monsters. So I suppose it's part of, in a sense, it's part of that because I think when we look at digital and we look at, I suppose, anything that's that that in, that in, intrigues us or makes us want more i think it, it it's it's in our psyche that we start to, it becomes the norm if nothing else we'd be start yeah. to you know we we don't we just it's like when we get up in the morning we know we get up in the morning we know we have to get out of bed 
Yeah. And we do that because that's what we do. And we don't think about doing that. Or we, it's the same as driving a car. We know we have to change the gears to make it to go faster or we have to brake to stop it or whatever it may be. So I think when it comes then to, you know, as you say, you see people walking along and I've seen it many a time, people walking on their phones, they're, on, they're, they're looking at their phones, they have their headphones on, they're listening to their, uh, something on yeah. their phones. They're watching something when they're in a shot, when they're in a, you know, in a, in a cafe or whatever. Yep, and yep. I think that digital heartbeat now is part of life. It's part of what we are. But are we missing out on all the other good stuff? That's what I want to know. Well, are we missing out on our other heartbeats? Mm. You know, we take our own, we take our own for granted while it still works. You know, it just keeps on pounding away day in, day out. And unless you have some health issue, you don't think about it. It's not until it goes wrong that you think, you know, I've got to look after my heart. You know, it's very chilling for me. We've got on our on our Smithy building, which I know you know where the Smithy is, but people listening probably don't. It's the office, our studio, where mm. we uh, we work during the day. On the wall outside is a defib defibrillator box on the side of the wall because it's uh, on the screen in the centre of the village. So that's that's where, where it is. Mm. And when I arrive there every day in the morning, I think, yeah, that defib box on the wall, I'm so pleased it hasn't been used yet because, you know, we assume our heart is just going to keep on going. Yeah. And it's a key part of our body, but it, it also means more than just pumping blood around our body. When you go out to a restaurant, if you go out to a restaurant on your wedding anniversary and you take your wife, probably, good choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to. <laughs> yeah, whatever. She's probably listening. Anyway, yeah. you want to be there, two people together enjoying that moment. And that enjoyment you feel in your heart. Yeah, of course That you love do. for each other, the compassion, the empathy with each other. It's not just a feeling in your head your heart's connected that's why she's your wife I'm guessing that's kind of that connection you had that heart connection to start with and those hearts working together bring a harmony together which bring a marriage that's one simple simple scenario you can understand we were out recently at a motorway cafe not not a big massive one a little small motorway cafe and the table opposite us was a couple in latter years they weren't, weren't ancient but they, were, you know, they weren't spring chickens and they sat there opposite each other glued to each phone Mm. And you're thinking, which heartbeat are they connected with? The two hearts, the human being hearts, they could have been in separate planets. They didn't need to be sitting opposite each other because they were both on their phones all the way through the meal, doing whatever they do on their phone for an hour while they're having their food. Yeah? Yeah. So they're they're driving their life by their phone, not the person sat opposite them. It's the different heartbeats driving their whole thinking process during that meal they've had. Um, I'd even question, did they actually enjoy the meal? Did they know they were eating what they're eating? Because they no, were so addicted just, to their phone. Yeah. 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 It was just a substance to put it into just the yeah, just fuel, fuel, <laughs> fuel, yeah. fuel, fuel for they're the body. A, yeah. They've stopped off, they want a coffee, toilet break, petrol, whatever, and they've had some food. But they've just glued it to their phone all the way through. And that phone is their digital heartbeat driving their whole psyche, if you like. And they're not appreciating that food. They're not appreciating, you know, where was it grown? Who cooked it? The chef's over there working all day to cook that food for them. That's his job to put that love and attention into creating food because he's running a cafe. That passes them by completely because they're glued to the heartbeat of their phone. And I think that's the difference in life. Our true heart gives us a world of rainbows. The phone gives you pings, ping, 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 you know? And is it right or wrong? I guess that's the question. I think the age we're at, we've lived before the phone mm. of that time. You know, our phone was a wire plugged in the wall. You'd go and sit out in the hall in the cold and make a phone call. Yeah. And you put 10p in the slot because you've been on for an hour. You know, we've, we've lived through the transition into the smartphone as it is now. And we've lived through the bricks 
mm. and the ones that can only send text messages and the ones that are sort of <laughs> would last battery power lasted for two hours before it cut off you know so we've seen that progression whether the younger generation that have lived with this technology from day one have a different view that i think that would be an interesting conversation oh, whether they appreciate the human heartbeat over the digital heartbeat the same as somebody of our age which we've lived through pre-digital heartbeats to know kind of the different balance yeah and i think though like as you're saying when you're saying that and i you know like we look at obviously you know the youth of today and i'm not saying that we're you know we're over the hill or anything like that <laughs> but at the same token you know we grew as you say we grew up in an age where you didn't have social media you didn't have digital technologies that the, that we have today like don't forget obviously we had digital technologies in the shape of a television or a, or a radio or whatever it may be you know like that's grand or whatever but we don't have it to the extent of what we have it to today because if we look at you know the way they live their lives like they wake up in the morning the first thing they do is they pick up their phone they the last thing they do is like when they're sitting at the when they're sitting like I, we have a rule in our house that there is no mobile phones at the dinner table and that's the only time yeah. of the day that we actually don't nobody picks up their mobile phone and the reason one yeah. and even at that there's a caveat to that because the first person to pick up their mobile phone has to clean the dishes. So people don't do it, you know. So there's, but there's, like that, there's a, you know, like that, the similar, there's a, there's a reward at the end of it because we don't, yeah. but we've become in, we've become to, I suppose we've, we've engrossed ourselves in that, into that world of where it is. Yes. And I, I agree. I do think that people, especially the youth and millennials and people and their, you know, even up as far as their forties now would say, Oh my God, if I lost my phone, it's like I've often said, and I've, when we've doing training courses and stuff like that, I would actually say, you know, if you walked out of the house in the morning and you forgot your wallet, Uh, or you you forgot your phone which would you go back for more so and nine times out of ten what people will say is oh my phone I I can't be without my phone because one we're expecting a phone call on it uh, and if we don't have our phone we don't know if we're going to get that phone call we also then that gets into our own subconscious and saying oh my god I haven't got my phone what if someone rings me and whatever the fact of the matter is is someone may not ring you at all but it's the fear of missing out is that. But also then it's also that if we get, you know, I've often been doing it. I'd be like I was I give you I give you, for instance, today I was at a actual um, I was working today with a company and I literally was standing there and I was teaching the class and my phone pinged. Uh, there was something in my head. There was something that in my head I actually yeah, yeah. says, yeah. oh, my God, who's that? Who? What's that? What's that? Mm. And I actually stopped and I wasn't focused on what I was actually yeah. saying. It was only a split second. But the, yeah. the point of the matter was is that ping actually triggered off something in my head to say, I have to pick up this phone. There was a great yeah. documentary done, um, I think it was either last year or the year before. It was a panorama documentary where they actually put a person into a booth and they took yeah. their phone off them. And what they done was is they made them watch um, Einstein's theory of Rel- relativity on right. the screen. And it was something like for 20 minutes or something or 30 minutes like mm. that. And it was the one of the most boringest documentaries ever. They actually <laughs> made it. They, like they actually said it in the, in the panorama yeah. show that they said this is the most boring thing that they're ever going to watch. But what they yeah. done was is they put all these electrodes on their heads 
and yeah. on the person's head and they were able to monitor the heartbeat their you know everything their their brain yeah. waves and stuff like that and they put their phone literally behind them on a shelf and they yeah. start sending text messages and the phone kept beeping and the first one they didn't turn around the second one yeah. they started to get by the end of it they were literally so agitated and, and when they took off the actual um, electrodes they actually said to the person how do you feel and she says I was grand the first first time the second time I was mm. grand after that I started to get very agitated and I got very because that's what these devices are doing to us yeah, and I think they're yeah. taking away that human heartbeat that 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 interaction between yeah. two human beings it's it's like we're even doing it even in in what we do Trevor and I know what I do I will actually schedule content to go out at certain times of the day because I know that a certain person will be at like I give you for instance we were doing yeah. a campaign for a company i'm not going to name the actual company but what i will say is is it was guided towards uh, mothers and children right. type of thing yep. and basically what i wanted to do was get a particular piece of content in front of them but when i posted it i knew that on facebook i needed to post it at eight o'clock at night because that's when that person was sitting down and it was going to mm. ping onto their yep. phone I also then needed to, I also posted another one at quarter past two because I knew the mother would be sitting waiting mm. for the child to come out of school. And yep. then another one then at half five when I knew that the father would probably be on his phone on his way home from work and on the yep. train or whatever. So mm. I was able to, you know, work out the schedule of that person's life. Yeah. And I was able to manipulate the situation to be able to get that content in front of them. Now, don't get me wrong, I wasn't manipulating them in a bad way, but I was manipulating them in a good way to be able to say... You were, you were creating their digital heart, their digital I was, heartbeat. Exactly. You, you. And that's exactly what I think it was and what yeah. it is. And yeah. I think that's what we all do, you know. And I think, you know, like I love... There's a saying, like I watch a particular program on the television every week. It's It's been on every week for the during the summer. And it was all about uh, restoration and stuff like that. And yeah. I watched it. And the only reason I watched it was, is one, I was intrigued at the way they brought, they, rest, they restored these particular pieces. But it was the guy's voice who done the narration of it. He had such mm. a soothing voice. And I say it, and I used to say it, I said, this is my program and this makes my heart feel warm. Yeah. And I think that word, heartwarming, yeah. is yeah, an yeah. absolutely beautiful because yeah. it gives you it, it it actually explains exactly what you're feeling and i love i think the whole idea of, of saying that heartwarming you know if you stop and actually think about what it means it, it makes you feel cozy it makes you feel warm it yeah, makes yeah. you feel yeah. good inside you but the digital heartbeat is a fact of life and it's a thing that we have to i suppose embrace as much as anything else but we also have to be aware of everything yeah. else around us. Yeah, I think we have to acknowledge it exists. Yeah, I think of course. Yes, definitely. definitely acknowledge it exists. It's just there driving all the time and they don't stop and question. Like you say, you heard that phone with, an, with a ping or a notification mm. up mm. and your brain has gone from teaching a room of people to, oh, that's my phone. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of like, wait on a sec. No, I need to be teaching the people because that's what I'm here for, not to answer my phone. But that kind of split second... Oh yeah, persuade you, you know, um, 
to the point being that if you were doing that 20 years ago where you didn't have a phone you wouldn't have been swayed no no you've been there focused on training those people and i think it's being aware of those things you know like i say you can't leave the house without your phone Mm. you can of course you can it's very difficult it's very difficult i mean yesterday i was out with my wife and a friend for an afternoon tea for that two hours i left my phone in the car because I thought, I don't want to be in my mm. phone having afternoon tea. I want to enjoy the company of the people, have a conversation, enjoy the tea, nice surroundings, nice restaurant, you know, wanting to enjoy that two hours of peace and relaxation in yeah. the company of other people. And yeah. I wanted to be driven by those heartbeats, not my phone. Because I knew if the phone was in my pocket or I had it with my glasses, I need my glasses to read, so that's an excuse. I have to take the glasses or I can't read the menu. <laughs> so they're quite handy. But, you know, I carry my phone and my glasses, but I left my phone in the car. Because mm. I thought, well, if there's some emergency and on the way home and car's broken down and got phone recovery, I've got the phone, but I don't need it in the restaurant. No, no. And I think that's yeah, the... What, what will I need it for? If, you know, if I need to phone somebody, I can nip out to the car yeah. if I need to phone, whatever reason. You know, it's two hours. I, and I think th- that's the problem. It's starting to be aware of it and it's starting to be, hang on a second, okay, I'm not going to be driven by my phone 24-7. No. And like you say, when, you, when you're having your evening meal, no phone. Mm. Even if it's only half an hour, an hour, it's mm. just having that break just to reconnect with other heartbeats. Oh, I think it is. And I think it's so important because, yeah. but I think like, like I'm listening and like, as I was saying there about the training and stuff like that, I think is also the, the other key point of this is, is, is realizing it as well. Like I actually did go, oh, I wonder who's on the phone, but split second, something, uh, I was able to tell my brain and say, no, you're not here to look at your phone. You're here to teach a class. So forget about the phone and whatever. And I think even the same with you, where you're going in for the, you know, the afternoon tea, you were going to spend time with friends. You weren't going and saying, all right, well, I'll just bring my phone just in case someone rings me. Because at the end of the day, the people who are going to be on your phone or who's going to ring you or who's going to ping you on the phone are not relevant. You've traveled to a destination to meet this, yeah. meet these people, to spend some time with them, quality time with them. And I think if yeah. we can, if we can differentiate and separate and make, make that time, like I give you an example. There's a guy I was talking to the other day and uh, he says to me, he says, oh, I was very stressed out. He says, so what I do is I will go out for a walk. And, and I says, oh, I says, that's a good, I says, that's good. I says, you're good to do that. And he says, yeah, what I usually do is I usually go get my phone, put my headphones in and go for a walk. And I go, but would you not just go for a walk without the headphones? Just go. And he says, oh, no, sure. I have nothing to listen to. And I went, yes, Mm. you do actually. You'll hear the trees rustle. You'll hear, you know, whatever it is, whatever (laughs) it's out there, whether it be if the rain is pouring down, you'll hear the rain, you'll enjoy you know, I said, take that time out, get away from your phone. And I think yeah. we all need to do that. I think it's so, yeah. so important because, yeah. as you say, we live in this digital age and mm. there's these digital heartbeats, but I, I think we have to connect. You know, it's 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 like even in business, like where you see with people and they'll always have their phone beside them. And they're always trying to be connecting with someone on their phone. They're always yeah. trying to be, you know, organizing something. You know, it's, and we spoke about it off air as, as well about, you know, it's about going out and meeting people and talking mm-hmm. to them and building them. And, and I'm not going to use the word relationships because it's not, it's just building rapport with people mm-hmm. and actually yeah, getting yeah. back to yeah. that art of talking to each but other. It's, really getting those, it's, it's getting those connections again. And I remember years ago, I, I when, it's, when, when, got to get this in, when I had a proper job, 
<laughs> and I was waiting for I was waiting for I was going to give Back I was actually days. going to give you something if you hadn't mentioned that but you, you know the tractor's gone yeah. man. <laughs> we, had, we had the factory we had a two a two week shutdown and I headed off to the north north northwest of Scotland so far away from anywhere that you couldn't see the nearest town or village there was a road in the distance but probably had one tractor an hour and a car once a week and man-made noise was silent mm. You could hear the wind. You could hear maybe some birds. You might hear the sea, maybe the sea, maybe in the distance, you know, a good day. But it was really connecting back to that round thing we stand on called Earth. And it was transformational, really, that when we live in the world we live in, we're so disconnected from where we are. Because if you think nowadays, this piece of air right in front of us, whoever you are, wherever you are, that bit of air in front of you, right in front of your face, that's got so much digital information crammed in it if you have the right piece of technology, you can access every television channel, every radio channel. If you could manage to get the technology, you could probably listen to the police and fire brigade ambulance services all talking about what they're doing, what fires they're putting out. You can then get this thing called the internet. How big is the internet? And it's all just in that bit of air right in front of your face. And that you're living in all the time. So where can you actually physically go to to get away from that hidden noise, that digital noise we live in that we don't actually hear with our ears, but who knows what effect it's having on us? that we take for granted is there. We don't think about it. We pick up our phone and we tap away and we've got the internet. We get any answer. Hello, Alexa, tell me the answer. Whatever. Bang. Answer. The internet is there all the time, 24-7. Anything you want to know, you're, you're, you're living in it all the time, aren't you? And it was quite refreshing to get to somewhere like the wilds of Scotland. All right, this was probably 20, 30 years ago for the internet, probably as active as it was today. But it's still pretty remote. And the mountain, I mean, the, even the places where the compass, you know, the compass, the compass north-south magnetic would be affected by the density mm. of the rock, you know. So in terms of electromagnetic digital, it was quite quiet and it was noticeably different. And we do live in this fog. And I think sometimes it takes people over so much that we, we lose track of that human heartbeat, the earthly heartbeat. Oh, and if definitely. you want to quote, if you want to quote, Go on. A lot of a lot a lot of what we're doing here is we're making memories. We're having it we're having experiences all day we're having these moments that create memories, yeah. Everything we do, having a meal out for your anniversary, it creates memories. Having the meal out, looking at your phone, may not create the same sort of memories. And the key thing with memories, and there's a good quote here, time becomes meaningless without a memory. Ooh, that's lovely. I like that. I do like that. So if you want to pay attention to those moments, that's how you make your memories. Mm, very true. The, yeah, I would agree totally with you on that. I would to- agree totally yeah. with you on that. Uh, but I think as well as that, like, you know, like it's like, as you say, yeah, off in the, you know, in the far reaches of Scotland or whatever. But I think as much as anything else, we can do that on a daily basis if we just, we just stop, mm. stop and just take that moment. And I know people say, oh yeah, I wish I could, but you can, you can. It's the other side of this is it's up to you. You're the one that controls yep. what you do. Yep. You're the one that controls your future, your destiny, or whatever you want to call it. It's yep. up to you to control that. It's up to you to say, no, I'm taking this time out. You know, like I will watch, I, I work here, whatever it is, 14, 13, 14 hours a day, and I'll be in the office or whatever, right? And I'll go and I'll sit down and I'll watch the television. And I call it mindless television because it's mindless. It's yep. I like... 
I'm not going to learn anything from it. I'm just watching, <laughs> I'm just watching, as I call it, stupid television. And it's, it's just moving wallpaper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what it is. But it's it's a way to de-stress and it's a way for me to unwind. And, you know, and like that, that can be good for you. And, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, whether yeah. it be listening to music yeah. or whether it be, you know, just sitting there in the calmness and the quietness and that's reading a book or yeah. whatever it may be. Whatever yeah. gets, whatever, whatever does it for you, I would say to you to do it because... I think it's very important that we, you know, we drop your mobile phone and you leave it for a few, you leave it for a while, even if it's only for an hour or half an hour. Start off with maybe five, ten minutes and then just say, right, bring that up to 10, 20. And eventually you'll be able to say, right, OK, I can just turn the phone off. Like I've seen, I've often been out and you'll be talking to people and they'll be on their phone and say, hey, you actually listen to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm listening to you. I can use my phone as well at the same time. And I go, yeah, you can't. No, no. You physically you can can't try, do you that. Can try, you can try examples. I mean, when we were in London, come back to this, when we went to London a few weeks back and all these people walking around not getting run over, miracle. We were talking to the taxi driver on the way back to the railway station mm. and the taxi driver, I think he was curious the fact that me and Rosie weren't on our phones in the back of the taxi. Mm. And he was actually talking to us. Well, where are you coming? What are you doing? What are you doing? Here? And, we talk, you know. and we had, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in the taxi. And he actually commented on the fact he actually enjoyed the conversation with two yeah. human beings that weren't stuck on their phone. Because he's a black cab driver in London. 99% of the people in the back of his cab are stuck on their phone. Mm. He has one of the most lonely jobs in London, driving people in London that don't know he's there. And you think and you think being a taxi man would probably be the best job for to, to be yeah. talking to people when in actual fact, you know, maybe yeah. maybe ten, yeah. maybe ten, fifteen years ago it probably was. And they yeah. probably could talk to the hind legs off anyone. But yeah. now yeah. But he actually, That's actually changed. he drops off the station. You could see he actually his mood had lifted. The fact he talked to yeah. two human beings for ten minutes, yeah. you know, oh, there's nothing and like it's those little moments like that that you can try to make a difference to your life and someone else's life. Because mm. we've all got hearts. We all have a heartbeat, yeah. you know. And it's it's you know that ten minutes was probably worth five hours of a digital heartbeat. Mm. You know. So I think it's just be conscious of it. I'm not saying don't have a phone, disconnect the internet, live in a hole in the ground. But just be conscious of what's controlling your heartbeat. Yeah. And on that note, I think that's where we will finish off today. Um, yes, very interesting conversation. So we would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, that's your call to action today, is, is to get in contact with us and tell us what your thoughts are about a digital heartbeat. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter. Trevor, where? Well, I think on Twitter, what you need to do is send us a heartfelt message. Oh, that's heartwarming. Yes. Rob just sends the ping and go. Oh, someone sends a message. Make us, make us, you know, make us feel better. Twitter, curious fire pod. Very good. And you can also find us on Instagram as well, and also on Facebook. Isn't it Facebook we're on as well? Yeah, we're on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook yeah. No, there's no escape. Yes, we're <laughs> everywhere. So we're, do we're, uh, do get in contact with us, and don't forget if you do like. Uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, please do like and subscribe to the podcast as we would and uh, leave us a little review because we will always love to receive your feedback as well on any of the podcasts. And you can listen to any of them. There's loads of them there. We have such an array of subjects that we speak about every week. So uh, until next week, as I always like to say, stay curious. Trevor? Stay curious too. Goodbye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Curious Fire podcast with Alan Hennessy and Trevor Lorkings. If you would like to get in contact, tweet at Curious Fire Pod on Twitter. 
Join us next week for another episode that will ignite your thoughts and set your curiosity on fire. Remember to stay curious.